Starting in three, two, one, I believe, and here we go. Howdy, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jake. I'm your host. We are once again recording. Well, half of us are recording in my house. The other half are in Omaha. <laughs> and I've got my wife, Shawnee, next to me and co-host Chris and Stacy on the line calling in and Bluetoothing. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello, Dale. Hello. I see we have all survived <laughs> the snowstorm that just went through. Yes. I was out there at yeah, the uh, yeah. I was out there in the skid steer for what a good hour and a half today. Hour and a half, two hours pushing snow because mm-hmm. apparently I don't have nice. enough hydraulic oil to lift the boom on the skid steer, but I have enough to move. So <laughs> I just had and I can't get my attachment off of my skid steer, which is a grapple attachment. So that's awesome. I don't have the bucket. So I just had to push the snow the entire time and like barely move forward like four inches at a time and back up and forward, back up and forward. Because we had four foot drifts in our driveway, like going at least half the length. Man, I knew they were going to be tall just judging by yesterday when I got home. Like it started snowing about, I don't know, 4, 4.15 in Aurora. And um, I left at like 4.30, got Ron in, got to our driveway, and we're coming down the driveway at like 5.45. And there was already drifts. So I'm like, how bad is this going to get? Yeah, especially from the previous storm. We had a a bunch of big drifts too. When I I finally got home after 7, but I did go, I went and picked up a pair of insulated boots at Sportsman's Warehouse. So I can have my feet at least warm while I try to go hunting, hopefully at some point this weekend. Maybe. But, yeah, it took a good hour and a half just to start the skid steer and get it warmed up enough to where it'll stay running. But with that hydraulic oil being low, every time like I started pushing hard, it'd start killing the engine. So it's like, yeah, and I, I had to be real careful the entire time I drove it. It was a pain in the butt. Yeah. Yeah. Better you than me. <laughs> not very nice but i agree yes better me than you but i was bundled up in like four layers of clothing so i stayed warm and my feet stayed warm my hands got a little chilly so just got gloves but they're all right i currently don't own a coat that will zip oh <laughs> over yeah my pregnant belly so <laughs> that makes winter very very comfortable Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think our our highways are still uh, considered impassable here right now. There was mul- there's multiple cars stuck off in the ditch or on the road where it makes a one lane road. And last I saw on the Hamilton County Sheriff page was there was a semi stuck on the road now after they got those two cars out. Your parents were talking about Shawnee. Yeah. Now there's a uh, semi stuck there. Yeah, my parents had an appointment for their vehicle. In Aurora, and they live in Phillips, so it's probably like, I don't know, 12, 14 minute drive. Maybe a few more minutes normally. That was at 8 in the morning. So the appointment was at 8. They left at 7.30, and they got there, and then they got home at like 9.30. They said there was a huge drift across Highway 34, 
and there was two cars on either side, like one car on either side, I guess, of the highway that was stuck in the drift, and it narrowed the highway down to one lane right there. So I'm like, that's yeah. safe. <laughs> Just stay home. Yeah, yuck. Yeah, that's no fun. Yeah, I called the boss, well, texted my boss last time, like, hey, you good with me staying home? I just got home and it's way after seven. He's like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, well, good thing I did because we woke up this morning. It was still white out outside. Couldn't even see. There's a radio tower not far from us. I couldn't even see the light on uh-huh. top, that really bright red light that those have. It's less than a quarter mile from oh, us. Oh, wow. Yeah, I couldn't see it at all. Wow. So, so this wow. is a snowstorm. This is, I was telling Shari, this is, uh, reminds me of the storms we used to get when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Where it yep. drops yeah. a bunch and it blows it everywhere, and then you've got drifts for months. Yeah. This is the way. <laughs> yeah. So how much did you get, <clears throat> excuse me, how well, much did you guys get in Omaha? Uh between Monday and Tuesday and today, we got, I think, about 15 inches of snow. So. What do you think? We had some nice drifts in the in the driveway both for both storms. Yeah. But they were definitely weren't four foot. They were closer to, like, maybe a foot and a half. I'd say in Still. total, we probably got near, with including both storms this week, it's easily, I'd say, 20 inches or more at, at our place. Yeah. Grand Island didn't get hit as hard with this last snowstorm, but we sure did here. And I can't believe those drifts. I haven't seen drifts like that since I was a kid. Those are the fun kinds of yeah. drifts to play on. That's the kind of drift I got your pickup stuck in one time when in high school and you got mad at me. Uh, yeah, because you high-centered my truck. Yep. Oh, <laughs> here's a story with that one. We were going out to cut firewood to heat the house. <clears throat> Buddy and I were. Apparently, we were annoying our son just now because he slammed our door shut. He's in there playing his Minecraft game. <laughs> and watching some cartoon. But back to the story. So in high school, we had to go get firewood, and Shawnee's pickup was there. Snowed a lot. My pickup wasn't. Something was going on with my truck. I don't, I don't think remember it wanted what. to start because it was cold or something. Yeah, because that's back when I still ran the 1980 Power Wagon. Yeah. So yeah, we went to use yours, went to go get firewood. David and I are like, let's bust some snow drifts out in the pasture. And we were busting them to get where we wanted to cut firewood. And then the truck stopped. Well, and I was stuck uh, at home with your mom. And we were just like, they have been gone for so many hours. Where are they? We were about ready to call one of your friends and have them go find you. Well, we, uh, we didn't have any shovels. So we had to dig out the pickup with our feet and hands. <laughs> Got oh, it gosh. out. Yeah, got yeah. it out though. <laughs> yeah. Still got a load That's of firewood. Good. Still got a load of firewood though. <laughs> Wasn't as big as you would have expected being gone for that long. Nope. <laughs> hey, you had the off road pickup, so that's what we took. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Still have that truck. It just needs a little work. Hey, transfer cases crap. Ronan keeps saying, Dad and I are going to fix that up. That's going to be my first car. And I was like, cool. Except it's a truck. It's going to be really old. Yeah. Well, it's uh, there's a 16-year-old that goes to our church. She's got the same model and year 
kind of truck is it at? <laughs> but half the miles. Half the miles. <laughs> it's a good truck, though. Just needs a little love. And we have, like, an extra engine if we need to pull parts. <laughs> so y'all went and uh, we're celebrating the day, or is that tomorrow that y'all are going to go celebrate? Uh, today, that's where we were. Uh, we went to a board game cafe here in town called Steelbound. Uh, it's uh, $7 for a day pass, and then you get to play games in their board game library. That's it? Just for seven dollars yep. for a whole day. Yep, that's pretty sweet. Three thousand board games. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we were there for six hours. How long so, did it take yeah. you to p pick the first game? Oh, not very long. Oh. Yeah, we went. We went for a cent. We went for a love letter. We went for an easy one. Technically, before Jeff and Joe got there, we we played poker for. Yeah. We played like six or seven hands of poker first. I don't, think, I don't think I've ever played I think poker about... in person. Really? Yeah, just on the computer. Wow. Yeah, we didn't actually, you know, use chips or anything because we knew that they were on their way, but we uh, we just played a few hands, and I think I won a couple and he won a couple. Sounds about right. Oh. It was fun, though. And then we played Love Letter. <laughs> Once Jeff and Joe got there, and then we played Castle Panic and um, Marvel, Splendor, and then Catan. Is that right? Yep. Is that all the games? Hey, I know Catan. Yeah. I played that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, it was a lot of fun. We, we uh, started playing it, and Jeff and Joe had never played it. So they were not sure about the whole trading thing. And then after, by the time we got done, it, yeah, they totally understood the memes now. Were they arguing with each other by the end of it? Oh, no. <laughs> no, they were. It was just funny because, like, at first they were being really, I'll trade you one wheat for one block, you know. And then by the end, they're like, how many pieces of wood can I get for this brick? <laughs> it, was, it was great. It was so much fun. That's awesome. It was so much fun. They were, they got into the trading part, and Joe totally smoked us. She, yeah. She had, I think, almost double points of anybody else, because I think I had six, and Whoa. she had ten by the end. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, she totally, totally smoked us. But, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and since it's a cafe too, they have like coffee, and they had, they had uh, personal pan pizzas and uh, like chicken strips and stuff like that too. So very nice. It sounds like a, sounds a like a experience. trip we need to make sometime, Shawnee, yeah. to go down there. It does sound like a fun place to oh, just yeah. hang out for the whole day. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so much fun. Day trip. Well, I think we covered our happies and crappies with the stories just now. Did we? <laughs> Oh, well, probably not the crappies, but at least our happies. I'll say the crappy would be the snow. Yeah, yeah I'm down with that. <laughs> Having to move the snow, that's the crappy part. Yeah, it's never fun, especially when you got to shovel it. Yeah. 
I'm just glad I didn't have to shovel my whole driveway. That's our driveway's almost a quarter mile long. No, if it's that long. Oh gosh. I'd say wow. almost. No. Yeah. Like an eighth, maybe. No, it's more than that. It's like an eighth. It's more than that. No. Yep. No. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get on Google Earth later and we'll figure this out. Okay. Because it is. You have, you have fun with that. You know what? I don't. If I had a keyboard though. that I didn't have to lean clear forward to the laptop, I would look it up right now. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's not that long. It totally is. But it's long enough that you would definitely not even contemplate doing it with a shovel. Well, especially with four-foot drifts. That'd be nuts. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, one foot into the four-foot drift. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we can move into our little uh, fun question segment. Anyone got fun questions at all? Or statements? I've got a couple. I have a question. Oh, oh. Chris has one. Okay. Go ahead. I'm starting to say. Shoot. Roy, have you ever tried cheese curds with caramel? No. But I want to now. What kind of cheese? Yes. Is this just the Culver Culver stuff? Cheese curds? Correct. With caramel? I would do that. I mean, I'd try it. It's sweet and salty. Yeah. It's really good. Sweet and salty, yeah. I would try that. No. Yeah, I'm really good. I think next you time we go to Culver's, let's order caramel? that. Can yep, you... Just order a side of uh, caramel. Okay. <laughs> Is it caramel or caramel? How's it spelled there? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I think Sean and I have had this argument it's before. and Han. Or Sean and I have been like, no, it's I caramel. It no, it's caramel. I, it totally depends on how it's spelled. If it has that extra A after the R, then it's caramel. If but, there's no extra A, then it's caramel. But I've seen people say <laughs> ca- caramel still. Well, they're wrong. And then they argue with you on it. Because they're wrong. And but they yeah, I saw your cheese it. curd post the other morning, like at six or whatever yeah. in the morning. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why? Why did I have to see this now? <laughs> I got so hungry. It almost looked like a person. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't, didn't see that? that was that on your Snapchat? Yeah, that was on your Snapchat. Uh, I'm not sure. Do you I, even have him on Snapchat, Sean? Yeah, it's almost. There's a lot of people I don't have on Snapchat. Oh, we'll have to change that. Okay. I mean, you have my nephew, so might as well have you too. That's fair. <laughs> Are you crawling under the table? Well, come on. You can go under there. Your cat? <laughs> no, Chris. Yeah, I've, got a, Chris. <laughs> I've got a lap. <laughs> I've got a lap desk on my lap, but there's enough room that the cat can climb partially under there. So she's like halfway under there. Okay. Hey, I, I could try climbing yeah. under there. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't think. <laughs> you underestimate my power. <laughs> you underestimate my power. <laughs> right? Oh, funny. Pop up hello there. <laughs> That's right. General Kenobi. Oh, <laughs> Stacy, have you ever tried the cheese curds with caramel? Caramel? No, I have not. Are you going to? I'm going to have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll have to. Okay. I really want to now. And that's actually, that sounds, uh, sounds really good. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm intrigued. But I don't know if I want it. <laughs> 
that. I ain't driving right now. They ain't cleared the roads yet. No, they, they said they, the sheriff's department said stay home. There's still like one foot of snow on the, on yeah. the highway. Yeah, the highway's got a foot of snow. So imagine all of the other off-roads. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not going anywhere today. <laughs> See, that cheese curd and caramel thing reminds me of something I uh, had when, when I was uh, was spending that month with uh, Sergeant King, Shawnee. When uh, we went to a place, I want to say it was called like the Pink Flamingo or something. And it was a vanilla malt with bacon in it, crispy bacon. Oh, sure. And it was oh, yeah, awesome. Buddy. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So, yeah, I would totally yeah, try this that, curd caramel that's thing. That's, like, on the same level as the donut burger. There's a, a donut that I know, Paradise Donuts in Grand Island, yep. at least they used to make them. I don't know if they still make them. Maple bacon donuts. So yes. they're, like, a bacon long john, and they, uh, maple long john, and they have bacon across the top of it. Yeah, last I knew they did. And, like, uh, what, yeah. where's Hertz Donuts from? Is that Lincoln? That's Lincoln, Lincoln, Omaha. Yeah. Don't they have something is like that, too? Is there one in Omaha? I bet they do. Yeah, they do. I bet Bank they do. Bank confirmed. Awesome. Yeah, those are good. <laughs> That's my favorite way to eat bacon is with, like, dipping it in maple syrup. So, the sweet and the savory is just can't be beat. So you're saying you would like bacon pancakes? <laughs> Bacon pancakes, <laughs> making bacon pancakes. You take some bacon and you put it on a pancake. Make bacon pancake. Ah, cake. There you go. My voice like dropped out. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. It's off of Blondo. You drive past it on your way to work, don't you? Sure do. Uh, good to know. So Sunday, if we I didn't know there was one in Omaha. We're going to Culver's for lunch after church, and I'm getting that caramel and curds. Okay. If we make it there. Then we'll have to let you, you know what we think about it. And I will <laughs> do not. video and put it on TikTok so people know that we actually did do this. <laughs> it's the curds and caramel challenge. Ooh, there you go. You're not yeah. cool unless oh, you're yeah. doing curds Let's and go. caramel. Oh, <laughs> He started something. Let's start a new trend. The caramel and curd oh, trend. <laughs> See how far I want you to throw that. Dude, I can't reach that. All right, I have who's... a kitten on my lap. I'm sorry. <laughs> who's got the next one? Um, I don't have... I've got the next one. Okay, I was going to say, I don't have a question. I have something that's just funny. Okay. 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 You go first. I've got, I've got a question. Who is the best movie villain? Oh. oh, yeah. Why did my mind go blank? <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Because <laughs> he's funny. Because <laughs> he's the Sith Lord. <laughs> oh, man. Too bad we don't have a camera. Chris is sitting here shaking his head. <laughs> Great. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> my my thoughts on this is Heath Ledger's Joker. Ooh, that's movie villain. Definitely the best Joker. Out. Yeah. 
That is a really good mm-hmm. one. I would say Mark Hamill's Joker's second. No. Do you know yeah, but I'm he's not about, a movie Shani? villain. Good villain. You got one, Chris? What do you think, Chris? Ow. Darth Vader. Hmm. Huh. Darth Vader. Like as in the best or the worst villain? Best villain? Best villain. What qualifies as the best or worst? Uh, ooh, um, 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 what's this movie called? Um, Event Horizon, the ship. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. That is probably like one of the most terrifying horror movies ever made. And I somehow, I think it was my brother was watching it when I was little and I woke up to it. So, yeah, that. I was very scared of that movie for a very long time, and I've only watched it once since. <clears throat> I honestly can't think of any nice. that I think are best. Battlestar Galactica. I'd say the, <laughs> Sorry. I'd say the best TV villain, in my opinion, is Joffrey from Game of Thrones. See, we haven't even seen Game of Thrones, so we he's can't even have a terrible. thought on that one. He's terrible. I mean, Cersei's bad, but he's terrible. He's he's an awful, awful person. Mm-hmm. He's just bad. Oh, my gosh. He's one of those characters you love to hate. Yeah. Why is my yeah, mind so awful. blank right now, Shawnee? I, I think... I don't know. Like, I'm not coming up with anything because I don't know what you mean by best villain. Like, best played, played the well, the most, the most memorable. Like, I I don't know what we're going by as criteria. It could be any of those things, or yeah, it could be any of those things. Just basically, it's an opinion. Hmm. Who do you think's best? And it can be for any of those it's reasons. Too broad. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not Voldemort because he no. was like the weakest villain when you think of all the other movies. No, I, if I were going Harry Potter, I would say uh, Umbridge, but what? there you what? go, Professor Umbridge. Umbridge is a pretty good answer. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, like everybody hates her. It's, it's unanimous. Nobody oh yeah, likes her oh, she's because terrible. she's the she's... relatable villain. She's the kind. She's the mean teacher that everybody hated, and she's like, like the embodiment of the person that you hate the most in real life. I don't really hate a lot of people anymore, though. No, I don't either. But you know what I mean. I used to. Not no more. Oh, you've evolved. Evolved. <laughs> Thank you, God. All right. Um, <laughs> like a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be Chuck, and now I'm Jacob. <laughs> you used to be Jakey. 
Oh, Lord, have mercy. Wakey, wakey, eggs and jakey. I hated that so much. There you go. Is there something that your parents used to say to you in the morning that they thought was funny that annoyed the heck out of you? Did it have to be in the morning? Or at any time of the day. Something that your parents said that just bugged you? Yes. Like you just said mine. The one that I hated the most was waking up to my mom or my sister going, wakey, wakey, eggs and jakey, and trying to, like, tickle me at the same time. <laughs> oh, I hated that. I could see that. Mine, I can't repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I really can't. Nice. Not, not in here, it'd ruin our rating. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's, some, it's something, sure? it, yeah, it's something my dad used to say to me. Anytime I made a mistake, he basically told me I was um, not doing my best, but he used first words in place of that. So, yeah. Even if I was doing my best, it was always... You say fire truck. No, no. But, yeah. It wasn't nice. It was never nice. It was very mean. So, that would be mine. Yeah. Yeah, those are words that stick with you. Um, mine, I think, was probably... There's a couple. And I, th I feel like they really shaped me, probably... They were probably meant to shape me into a better person, but it was more like they shamed me into being a better person. Mm. So it was, it was like oh, being yeah. called uh, selfish. Like, you are so selfish. So that would stick with me, and I'd be like, well, I can't be selfish. That's bad. Um, or, like, Wilma Weiner. Oh. So, like, yeah, those those kinds of things. Like, I don't feel like I whine a lot now, and I don't – I try very hard not to be <laughs> selfish. So it, yeah. it did its job, <laughs> but it kind of, like, shamed yeah. me into acting right. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a it's kind of a hard line because you definitely with kids you want to train them up right, but you also don't want to damage them in the process. Right. And some kids are really sensitive and like my brother, my grandpa used to say, um, my brother he had he had ADHD really bad when he was little. And they put him on um, medication, and my grandpa told him he was taking stupid pills. Oh, so um, I don't know if he meant—I don't know if he meant like <clears throat> taking pills that were making him stupid, or if he was saying that they were—you're taking stupid pills. Those pills are stupid, you know. Um, but my brother took it as the, he was stupid because he had to take the pills. Mm -hmm. So that for a long time damaged my brother. Um, his self-esteem and stuff. So that's yeah. kind of a hard, yeah, hard mm -hmm. deal. We really got to watch what we say to kids and how we say it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it can, it can definitely cause, cause Problem. problems. Yeah. It can cause trauma. Which I just reminded me of a, uh, I forget which letter it was from Paul. But he brought up where he says, you know, 
don't say curse words and stuff. And if whatever you say to people, make sure it's uplifting. So that's kind of what mm-hmm. that brings to mind right there. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. the whole cursing thing, I'm trying to get better at. But it's hard. I feel like we've both yeah. gotten a lot better over like the last year, year and a half. But um, there's still work to be done for both of us. Oh, yeah. Like if for some reason in the shop, if I drop the F-bomb, just like as casual conversation as said in shops all the time, like boom, instantly I'm feeling like a conviction over it now. Mm, yeah. Never used to, but now all of a sudden I am and it like hits my head like I shouldn't be saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there any saying from your childhood you didn't like, Chris? Um, not really. Well, that's boring. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> well, if if you met Yoda, Shawnee, you would understand how awesome Yoda is, and yeah. I can't really see her doing stuff like that. That's good. Truth. Yeah. His mom's pretty cool. His His dad was cool, too. Nice. They rode motorcycles. All right, who's got the next one? Can reach it, bud. Can I share mine? I've got one more. Or Shawnee's got a statement. Oh, go for it, Shawnee. I have a word of the day that I found on Facebook that just tickled me. It's Herkel Durkle. Have you guys heard of Herkel Durkle before? Uh Uh-uh. Okay. It is a 200-year-old Scottish term meaning to lounge in bed long after it's time to get up. Happiness <laughs> is herkle-durkle. <laughs> and I'm like, if that, that's like, I crazy. feel like maybe I should look up to make sure that that's actually accurate. But if it is, that's amazing. And I am keeping that in my vocabulary. So if people ask you, what are herkle you doing, Shawnee? Yeah, herkle-durkle. Herkle-durkle. It's just fun to say. <laughs> Yeah. Her- herkle Durkle. What are you gonna do today, Dad? What are you gonna do today? I'm gonna herkle Durkle. <laughs> right. Wonder if Steve Urkel ever herkle Durkled. <laughs> um, nice. Just like, just like I think Lay there's in bed long after you should get up. Yeah. yeah, looks like it is. Yep. The regional word. <laughs> Like I think there's a Japanese huh. word that I fr- I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's like to describe the feeling of when you're not hungry but you eat something anyway, oh, and yeah. it's like the description is uh, you eat because your mouth is lonely. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew what the word was because I'm like, wow, they actually were able to put that into a word. That's awesome. Oh, I can't remember what it was now either. That was a good one though. My mouth is lonely. <laughs> <laughs> also, I apologize because I did not get the podcast out until Monday, and I have not been able to get the bonus episode out yet because we've been so darn busy with snow and everything. But we are well over 600 uh, downloads now, mm-hmm. which is pretty neat. Nice. Where'd yeah, it, go? it is. There it is. Well, it looks like that's legitimately the definition, Shawnee. Awesome. So. That's yep. epic. That's going to stay in my vocab. <laughs> All right. I think we go to the next question now. Okay. What are two things you'd like to ask your pet? <laughs> uh, 
what's it like to be deaf? Is what I would ask Muffles. And then the other one would be, I would ask Molly, what's wrong with you? <laughs> are you feeling okay? Why are you licking your elbows? Why are you losing hair on your tail? Wouldn't, mu wouldn't Muffles say what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. Well, I don't know if she'll be able to say what because she doesn't know how to speak. If maybe she's I should ask that to Gwen because she couldn't hear anything for like two days. That was her own fault, though. What was it like to be deaf? <laughs> I tried to get her to stay in the house because I went to check uh, zero on my rifle and she wouldn't listen to me. She came outside, I shot, and then she couldn't hear for a couple days. Mm hmm. We were very relieved when her hearing nice. came back. What would I like to ask my dog? I don't know. I don't know. Do you know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? <laughs> we are told to tell everybody, including all the animals, so yeah. I would think they could say yes to that. I would think so. Ask them if they're ready for another. I think they're hearing. more sensitive. They're more sensitive to the spiritual world than we are. Yeah, oh, I would believe far. that. By far, I agree wholeheartedly with that one. I have my two question. Two questions I would ask my animals. Aria, I would ask her, "Why do you suck on the blanket?" Ooh, that's a good one. Because she does. She nurses on the blanket. Gwen she's over a year old. Too. She still nurses on the blanket. Gwen's 11. She does that, too. Yeah. So Our Jack Russell does that with it, any they blanket. They never stop. <laughs> yeah. And Roscoe, I'd ask him why he thinks he needs to groom the cats. Because he does. He grooms the cats. <laughs> Maybe he just wants to feel like he's one of them. And then they, and then they watch <laughs> Lion King and they start going, He is not... One of us. Sorry. <laughs> what would you ask the pets, Chris? I would ask any of my pets. You know what I'd ask them? What? Did you know the cashews come from a fruit? You should for those of you not in the know, that's a Tabascus reference. <laughs> a who to what? Tabascus. What's Tabascus? I uh, YouTube it sometime. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Do you remember Farmville? <clears throat> yeah, yes. Farmville, Jake. Oh, that guy. We talked what? about that one day, didn't we? Yeah. I think yeah, so, we, yeah. We went through a whole Farmville. bunch of videos. Yeah, that's Tabuscus. I'm about ready to throw yep. a slipper at my son. I love Tabuscus. <laughs> Why? <laughs> He's being a goofball, <laughs> distracting me. <laughs> yeah, today is not toxin crocs. Today is toxin slippers. Yes. For sure. <laughs> oh. All right. What are you doing? He's trying to get the cat to play with him. You said he had another for... question, Stacy. Uh, that was my second question. The, the two 
was questions it? for the animal. I ha- best movie villain in the you two asked things you'd that? Ask your pet. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Where have I been? <laughs> for some reason, I thought Shawnee asked that. No. <laughs> Apparently, I'm a little out of it right That's now. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. The snow. <laughs> yeah, blame, this, blame it on the snow. I think Ronan's trying to be on the video or something. He keeps jumping. Oh, now I shot the door because I pointed at him. <laughs> Did you make him mad? Why did he shut it so hard? He shut it real hard last time, too. I don't know. Maybe he thinks that it still sticks. In the summertime, our door swells a little bit for our bedroom, and it sticks. So you do kind of have to slam it oh. to get it closed. Gotta love old houses. <laughs> Heard that. Um, there's something I decided I want to kind of research eventually here, and it's one thing I've noticed the the number three pops up all the time in the Bible, right? So what I've been yeah. wondering is like the question I wrote down here for myself to research. I don't know if you guys got input on this. Is what is the importance of having three witnesses to an event in Jewish culture? Because I noticed Jesus whenever he'd go to do something. He'd always, at minimum, have three people, three of his disciples or apostles with him to do whatever deed he had to do. And I know there's an I know wow. there's an importance to having the three. I think it's like you have to have three in their rules of like court or something to prove that it happened or that it is true. Or it's the same to accuse somebody. You have to have three. I think. Just a fun thing. Just something that popped up on you know, on my Excel spreadsheet here, or sorry, Google Sheets. Huh. that's interesting. I hadn't noticed the the three witnesses or the having three people with him in a lot of scriptures. I'm gonna have to go back and look at that. I think it's a two part deal. Oh, first part is the Trinity. And second part is it would be harder to sway two other people than it would be one person. Yeah. Yeah. Sway or bribe, I should say. Like, as I know in their court yeah. system that you can't just accuse somebody of something and it only be one person because then it's just one person. It's like more multiple people have to see the thing happen or whatnot when you're accusing someone in that old system. Mm-hmm. And I want to say there was like the there was a th- rule of three or something. Hmm. Kind of like I have a three strikes you're out rule, but yeah, it's just me. <laughs> but <laughs> like I, I kind of that kind of came to mind because I was uh, the chosen is popping up on my TikToks all the time now, and they really do their best to follow the Bible. And it came to that uh, part where it's uh, what it, it came remember if he was a Pharisee or a Sadducee, but he came running up to Jesus saying, "My daughter's dying. I know you could heal her." And then Jesus gets there. She's dead. There's people that are in the, what, the bottom floor wailing and doing the, putting on the the, the sad mm-hmm. show, basically. And Jesus is like, why are you, why are you all doing this? Mm-hmm. She's just sleeping. Well, then he goes in there and he says only, uh, well, he grabs his three disciples and has them go with him. And then tells them they're not supposed to talk about it, but they are there to be witnesses. And then he says, uh, basically, get up. Tells her to get up. She gets up. <clears throat> so that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. 
<laughs> it is pretty neat. It is. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and read some of those those scriptures. Because I, I don't know that I ever recognized the fact that in most of the cases there were at least three witnesses. I just feel like that's something I remember it being. There's like a lot of, there's always three. And my son mm-hmm. is trying to tell me something and well, I can't read his lips. <laughs> well, I know numerology is very important in the Bible and there's, there's the number three is very important. The number seven is very important. The number six. Yeah. Huh. Number eight. Number six and number totally eight. Totally grooming the cat. What are what are those uh, yep. for? Uh, six is the number of the beast. Eight is um. I don't seven is God. Eight is man. Hmm. Huh. I know I've been seeing things, people are freaking out about uh, how 2024 equals eight this year. I don't know what that's about, but I don't know much about that whole numerology thing. Your dog is trying to get up here, Shawnee. Nope. There's no room, deaf dog. No room. So sorry. Sorry, I'm distracted by a dog. Um... <laughs> Forgot I was going to bring up. Okay, well, if we're done with questions, I can bring up something that I, from, that I was listening to another podcast about. Okay. So I was listening to that the Help My Own Belief podcast, and this last episode they had a person that used to be a Christian, but now they say they're an agnostic atheist. Right, and they're talking about like her her biggest issue was the whole we don't have free will thing. That's what she was saying. So let's see if I got this here, like her reasoning for it. So I wrote down here that they think we do not have free will because it doesn't make sense that we would only have two choices in the Bible, heaven or hell. They believe that in order to have free will, there would have to be a neutral place. Would you say that we have or do not have free will? And would you agree that if we do have free will, that life on earth right now would be that neutral place? Hmm. And the reason I, I say we that... absolutely do have free will. Yeah. The reason I say that earth life right now is that neutral place because... There's the good and the bad at the same time. So it's neutral ground. It's not, you know, one or the other. And we have that choice between the good or the bad. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. Yeah. 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 I hadn't thought of um, Earth, you know, life on Earth as uh, a neutral place. But, yeah, it. It really is. It's not. It's not all good. It's not all bad. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, because they go on to say something like, uh, where she doesn't like the the idea of God. He's all knowing, 
and then that he would create people, someone just to go to hell. Like, why would he create him just to go to hell? So because of that <laughs> logic, you know, God doesn't exist. That's what she says. And I'm like, no, I, I think it's more along the lines how there's that theory with the multiverse kind of situation where you get to this crossroads and you have a choice of going one way or the other. And I think God would know the outcome of each decision. It's kind of how my mind. Yeah. It's kind of how my mind revolves around that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's just, oh, well, yeah, this person's I, born, they're going to hell. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I, I, I believe we have free will, 100%, and that God does know the choices that we're going to make, but he still allows us to make those choices. Exactly. It's like we have like to. Like he knows the outcome. Yeah. Like uh, what he's de- how Doctor Strange on the uh, Avengers, how he's like, I've seen this many millions of things, and there's only one that comes out right. But that's the choices have to right. be made to get to that certain outcome. So it's like that's how our lives are. We we have all these different choices we can make, and it's either going to lead us to this direction or this direction. And God knows all of them and all at once. Because he is not in space-time. He is outside of space-time. Which is a hard concept to wrap your head around as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm waiting for Shawnee to say something because she's just over here nodding away. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you want me to say? Your thoughts and opinions. I agree. <laughs> Do you want to elaborate on anything? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I can kind of understand though where that person's coming from. But yeah. I don't agree with what they're saying cuz I would definitely say cuz she was really stuck on that whole neutral placing. I really think we're here right now in that yeah. neutral zone. It's kind of like a non-aggression pack situation where one person keeps pushing the boundaries or one side of it keeps pushing the boundaries, but we're in that area. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Dude, you've licked the cat's face enough. Stop. Are you talking to your dog? Her head is all wet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talking to Chris. <laughs> Just clarifying. Hey, I try not to look. I try not to look the cast while we're podcasting. Oh, you appreciate he's that. Just, he's just like continuously grooming her. Her head. Her head is so wet. Wait, Chris oh is God. grooming, or the dog oh, is dog. grooming him? Oh, the dog. The dog. Okay, <laughs> sorry, I was uh, reading. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of Aria's hair or face because she's got. The correct answer is yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'll post it on the Discord because her face is all wet. I'm sorry. I did not mean to smack you in the head of my phone. You meant smack her. Will you smack? I'm sorry. I'll let you go. Will you smack I dropped my phone on her head. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, dropped, I dropped my phone on the top of her head. I'm abusing the cat. I accidentally bonked her with it. Uh-huh. This is not a very good picture, but I'll post it to the Discord. Okay. I'll just post it in the general. It won't have any context. <laughs> just the cat. There we go. <laughs> with a wet face. Then anybody yeah, else that comes onto the Discord can be like, what happened here? 
I don't know if you can tell, but her fur on her head is all wet. <laughs> you should look at the picture, Shani. Oh, I should. Your phone's available, not mine. <laughs> Go back. He does that. He loves his kitties. Well, that's good. Uh, our dogs always got yeah. along with the neighbor cats because when where we used to live, we had the cat lady that lived next to us, where she had like what well over thirty cats, Shawnee. That she would feed outside. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. And they'd always come over and play with our dogs. <laughs> I don't know if she looks really amused yeah. though <laughs> with, the, with her hair that way. Yeah, she's, she's not happy that I grabbed her. That hair, <laughs> she was fine that he was licking her face. Yeah. I, I I love Disney movies. Always have. Always will. Um, but that reminds me of like when <laughs> Simba gets groomed by his mom. <laughs> yeah. 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 She doesn't mind. She just sits there and lets him lick her. <laughs> and Lilith does too. He started grooming Lilith recently. He didn't used to groom with Lilith. And she was, he was, he was doing that to her the other night when Chris was working and she was just letting him groom her. I recorded a video and he just was like grooming the grooming her face and grooming her back and just continuing to groom her. It was just crazy. It's good that they get He's like, I have my kitties. <laughs> yeah. I think he missed them. We left him here for a couple of days when we were moving. Yeah. And he wasn't around him very much and he, I think he missed them. Aww. That's sweet. Because he's used to being with them every day. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're my buddies. They never leave me again. Yeah. And the cats were I probably fine. Them. <laughs> yeah, they were. Like, well, we've got food and plenty of places to run. We're good. Yeah. And they had some toys, so they were good. Okay, I just thought up a question that kind of goes with something I uh, <laughs> commented on on TikTok the other day. There was a post. That's, it's this guy. He has like a puppet that he uses to do all the talking on the video. Like he keeps his face out of the video. And it's a Christian-based TikTok channel or whatever they call it. And people ask him questions all the time okay. on there. And uh, one of the questions was like, how do I get my or teach my kid about God and Christianity? And how would I possibly bring a different kid back to it or something? <clears throat> something like mm, along okay. those lines i might be thinking of multiple of his videos but i like him a lot he responds to a lot of things if you put a comment down below so it's kind of nice but i commented on one of them that said like uh they're asking about what do you do or after how do you come back after getting lost and i said at one point i was mad enough at god that i was about i was about to turn away I don't know if Shawnee noticed or anybody noticed because I still talked about God, but I was really angry at him for th certain things that happened. And I uh, like really turned in the other direction. And then our son, I think was like four or five at the time. I really credit him. He doesn't know this right now, but I really credit him or maybe I've said it. He doesn't realize it, whatever. I credit him for me coming back. I know what you're talking about. So my question to go along with that, has there ever been a time anyone has been angry or whatnot at God to where they about turned away and what brought you back? For me, no. I, I've never gotten to that point. But I saw it in you a little bit because you started studying up on like Norse mythology so much and I was like, okay, this is different. 
kind yeah. of it was like not to the point where I thought like you were in peril, but also like how far should this go? Yeah, when I was really looking into the what their religion is called Asatru, which stands for the truth. Yeah. Because I, I was like, I've really fallen away at that point, Yeah, I think. But then Ronan started asking questions and talking and mm -hmm. stuff that I didn't realize he knew, and it brought me back. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's great because, like, a lot of this, his curiosity came from people at, ch at school that he had talked to, and they went to church, and they would be like, well, we go every Sunday and every Wednesday, and... So, like, Ronan became curious, and he's like, why don't we go? And I'm like, you know what? Why don't we go? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so that's when we started yeah. going to Abundant Life. Yeah. And I, I think if it wasn't for Ronan, we probably never would have. And I think I would have kept going down a path that's not good. Yeah, there were several years there that we did not go to a church because we weren't comfortable in any that we had gone to. Um, like the, you know, they're good people, but there was no connection. There was no, um, non-judgmental willingness. Yeah. Yeah, that can be, that can be pretty rough because Christians are supposed to be loving and accepting, not accepting of sin, but accepting of the sinner so that they can lead the sinner to Christ. Yeah. And they can oftentimes be the meanest and most unforgiving people that are on the face of the planet. Yeah. It's sad. It is. It truly is. Well, anyone else? Does anybody else come to that um, point? When I, when I was, oh gosh, I don't remember how old I was. Uh, maybe it was, in, it was in the youth group, so I was probably maybe 13 or 14. We had our pastor retired, and when he retired, we got a new pastor, and the pastor that we got was a really good preacher, but he was, I think, a very, very bad person. Um, and he basically lied to my family and lied to a bunch of people. And we ended up getting church hurt from that. So we mm -hmm. left the church. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, I didn't turn away from God completely because I mean at home I still read my Bible and I still prayed and stuff but it wasn't the same you know um, and that whole thing went sideways I think he ended up embezzling a bunch of money from the church but uh, we we left the church for several years I don't know how many before uh Somebody invited us to a different church, and then we ended up being at that church for a long time. So I definitely understand the turning away from God or, you know, turning away from the church because of that type of a situation where people are judgmental and everything. 
Yeah. Because I know, like, for me, I think what happened is I fell into that spiral of blaming God for what people chose to do. And I was on that aspect of, if you're such an all-powerful God, why don't you stop? Or why couldn't you stop this? And it's like, he probably Mm -hmm. had stuff out there to it, but the people still have to have their free will and choose what they're doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, Shawnee. I might. It started with uh, our Mm brother-in-law, our late brother-in-law. I feel like it started before then. Kind of, but it like it really started a downward spiral with me after that happened. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I think it's it, understandable. Yeah. I, I just think it's it's sometimes it's good for us to show as Christians now that we too have been through those struggles as well, and it's not just something that. You know, oh, we're a Christian. We're always happy to go lucky all the time because we're not. We we still go through things. Yeah. And I think honestly, it's yeah. probably okay to be mad at God just as long as you talk to him about it. You know, to get that, just look at the Book of Job. I mean, he was so ticked off. Like, yeah. And the reason why God was so happy with Job is because through it all, he still prayed and talked to him. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and that's something I know I definitely wasn't doing. I wasn't praying about it. I wasn't talking about it to him. Heck, I was holding it all into myself. And that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have been doing it that way. Yeah. Because I know it led yeah. me into a great it, depression. I think it led a lot of us into a great depression. Um, we're, we're, he's referring to my brother-in-law um, committed suicide back in 2019. Um, and that had a profound effect on everybody connected to him. Um, and like anybody that has been affected by somebody's choice to commit suicide, um, will understand and kind of empathize with that. Yeah. Sorry to bring us down. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's all good. You're you're good. Yeah. No, I think it's I think it's good to discuss things like this because sometimes the the way it looks from the outside is that when you you speak about uh, Christianity and your faith and and God and everything that you have it all together. <laughs> And so it's good for people to see that, no, we don't have everything together. You know, we're not yeah, perfect. Far from Our it. lives aren't perfect. Because follow, following Jesus doesn't mean that your life is going to be easy or it's going to be perfect. He actually said it's going to be hard. Yep. So <laughs> good for people to actually see that mm-hmm. and see us be real. Which that's definitely one thing with this podcast I want us to be is real because I think people really need to hear and see that as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're going to discuss the Bible. We're going to, yep. We're going to discuss the Bible. We're going to talk happy things, but we need to be talk about our lives and reality too. And my head banging son over there. (laughs) 100%. 
My son is uh, walking with a cup yeah. of applesauce and headbanging right now. I think he's bored. <laughs> <laughs> I respect. <laughs> he cracks me up so much. Yeah. No, oh, he's awesome. I do have he something. Awesome. He is. Um, I have something that I ran across on Facebook that I screenshotted. Um, this is not somebody that like I know or follow or anything, but it just kind of popped up on my newsfeed. Um, it says has a picture of a 1000 gram iron bar and it's raw value is around a hundred dollars. So if you decided to make horseshoes, its value would increase to $250. If instead you decided to make sewing needles, the value would increase to $70,000. If you decided to reduce watch springs and gears, the value would increase to about $6 million. However, still, if you decided to manufacture precision laser components out of it, like ones used in lithography, it'll be worth $15 million. And the point of this was your value is not just what you are made of, but above all, in what ways you can make the best of who you are. And I'm like, that is... (laughs) It's <laughs> so profound to consider, like, how could I better be using my potential, you know? Like, yeah, what, right. what, what could I be doing that would increase my value to those around me, to myself, to God, to society as a whole? You know, like, what, what can I do that I could be worth $15 million, you know what I mean? Um, but that was just yeah. really thought provoking to me. Yeah, that is. And it was posted by someone named Andrew Delgado. I like that name. Yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> Very thought provoking. Yeah. That goes back to. It gets me thinking about the whole the good fruit situation. Mm. You know what I mean? Like uh, the tree that produces good fruit will continue to produce good fruit and it'll it'll multiply. The tree that doesn't produce fruit will eventually die or get rid of the the tree that doesn't produce good fruit. Mm -hmm. So you need to make good fruit in your life and become good fruit if you're not good fruit. Right. (laughs) If you know what I'm trying to say. Kind (laughs) of. Kind of. <laughs> sort of tracking. Or you could go to the whole seed situation. Where you put your time, where you put that seed of your time into will mean uh, a long-lasting effect of, I guess, growth. And if you put that time and that energy into something that's not that good soil, that's going to lead to that good growth. It's just going to die out on you. And you're, that's going to be worthless in the yeah. end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. And it just kind of also made me think about, like, where am I at on that scale? Like, here's, like, your raw materials worth $100 or whatever. Like, where mm-hmm. where was I at to be considered that? And where am I at now in comparison to what I could be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and we should should really think about those things because 
oftentimes we get busy with our life lives and we, you know, we're thinking about working. We're thinking about like the menial tasks that we have to do to keep our households running and right. paying the bills. And we're not thinking about, you know, what we can contribute to society and how we can better ourselves and how we can better our families and, you know, all of that stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's kind of a good, just a good reminder that uh, what we do is important and that it, it can be, I mean, it can be life changing for somebody if you just give them a little bit of your time and a little bit of yourself, not even necessarily resources. Cause sometimes, all somebody needs is a smile or a hug yeah, or a kind word. Or to know that you are thinking so. of them, that you remember them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to, to not to bring us down, but to bring us back to uh, what you guys were talking about with um, experiencing um, somebody that, you know, committing suicide, you know, a kind word or a smile can be what somebody needs to keep them from doing that. Mm-hmm. Yep. That can be all it takes sometimes. Yeah. So for them to know that somebody cares. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely, it's definitely important and it's something that we should be aware of. And it's, it's so easy to just get caught up in life and not think about that stuff and, be focused on what you have to do to get through the next day. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I know it's that. A, it's a, sorry. It, it's just a really good reminder. Yeah. No, I know that a lot of times I'm just so focused on my to-do list and like, these are the things that need to happen before this time. And if I don't do them, then everything's going to fall apart when in reality it won't, you know? And I'm yeah. it's just like, but we get so caught up in it and like, these things have to happen. When really, do they? Mm-hmm. Do they? What could you be doing with your time that could be better? You know? Yeah. Well, and sometimes those little things need to be done, but... But it shouldn't if, be, like, all-consuming. Yeah, if you have to wait a day to clean up the trees from the storm... Is it going to really cause a problem if you wait on that instead of, you know, going and going to that birthday party that you were invited to? Because maybe that's more important. And even though it doesn't really seem like it is, but it it could be, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, just kind of a, eh, it's a good, good reminder, a very good reminder of that. Right. <clears throat> All right. I just thought of something else that I wanted to bring up like uh, a couple episodes ago, probably actually. Um, during the our Christmas service, what is it? Um, what I just, my mind went blank on name, Shawnee. Pastor Teresa, there we go. Okay. She, she asked everybody, she like had us write on a piece of paper what we feel God is telling us we need to do for the new year. And two of my things were real similar to each other. And the other one was like a little different. The other, first one was do more for God. Obviously. I mean, that was, that was, that's pretty explanatory right there. And the other two, one was forgive my brother. 
and forgive my mother for stuff that happened in the past. And it, I put up a, I don't know if y'all saw my post I put up a day ago, but it was from uh, Colossians 3, uh, verse 13. It's, I'll, I'll start off at verse 12 because that's where the sentence starts, and 13 kind of is in the middle of the sentence. And this is the ESV, the English Standard Version. I've been finding myself going to a lot of different versions lately just to get different context on things. But yeah, this one goes, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And I put on there saying this can be one of the hardest things but most rewarding things a person can do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I find it yeah. like forgiveness isn't just, you know, okay, hey, I forgive you. But it says there we got to forgive like the Lord has forgiven us. So then I got to thinking about, well, how has the Lord forgiven us? Like when he forgives us of our sins, well, he, it says in the Bible that God doesn't remember that sin once it's forgiven. Once we ask for, for forgiveness, it's gone. So it's like, I feel like we need to get to a point to ourselves where when we forgive that person, are we supposed to just forget what happened? Then is that what it's telling us to do? Because if, 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 if true, it's really hard. I don't know that that is what it's saying. I, I don't think we're supposed to forget it as in... Uh, Let me see how, how how do I want to say this? I don't think we're supposed to forget it as in allow ourselves to be put in the same position again, because some, sometimes when you forgive somebody, they may do the exact same thing to you again. But I think we're supposed to forget it in the sense that we don't hold it against them anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then you could go on that deal. Like they, they do it again. You're supposed to forgive them again. Because uh, was it was it right. Pe- Peter was asking Jesus, well, then how many, if my brother offends me, how many times am I supposed to forgive him? Seven? And Jesus says, no, seven time, uh, 70 times seven. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you were, yeah. We're supposed to continue to forgive people, but at the same time, if it's, if it's something like physical abuse or emotional abuse or something like that, I think we should do our best not to put ourselves in that position again. Um, uh, because, you know, if, if you're in a friendship and the friend is abusive or whatever relationship, I think probably getting out of that relationship or separating yourself from that relationship is probably the best. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about like small offenses, like somebody does something that annoys you over and over and over and over again, we're supposed to forgive that. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of depends on what the offense is on how you should handle, handle it, but we're still supposed to um, not hold it against them. So could it be like but forgiveness yeah. is really hard. Yes. So could it be like forgive 
learn from it, but forget your, I guess... Forget your bad feelings? Forget your bad feelings towards that person for that offense. But you're... Yeah. 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 But don't truly, like, forget what happened. It's not like you automatically just, like, adopt amnesia because you forgave them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we're supposed to... Uh, put ourselves in a in a position where we're being abused or um, we're allowing somebody to steal from us. I, d- I don't think we're supposed to be doormats as Christians. I think we're supposed to be wise in what we do, but we are not supposed to hold hold the offense against people, and that's really hard. It's really hard, especially if if it's against somebody that you love. I don't have as big of a problem holding uh, things against the holding offenses against people if they do something to me, because most of the time I'm just like, okay, whatever. I, I don't care that much. But if, if somebody is mistreating somebody that I love, that's a whole other story. That's a much harder, harder thing for me to forgive. Mm-hmm. Yes. I completely agree with that. You just made me think of somebody that was like mean to my son and I'm like, mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was yeah. That, wasn't that little girl that's that That's really bit hard. Him? No. Oh, it wasn't the little girl that bit him that I was like, man, if I was a little kid, oh, I'd be going to town. No, but, uh, no. no. So it's like, yeah, no, I would definitely say it's probably one of the hardest things I think it, it is to do is to forgive, forget the pain and not bring up that as like as a grudge anymore against that person or like when you bring it up in conversation. Oh, you remember when you did this mm. kind of situation, which I know a lot of people need to work on that. And it's something that I think continuously need to work on today for myself. And it's like, it, it's really hard. I, I could say I want to I want to forgive my mom obviously for something that happened but I feel like I need to talk to her about the event that I have the biggest issue with but I have a hard time ever bringing it up because of what's happened in her life. <coughs> mm-hmm. But then I got looking and it's like do you really need to tell somebody you forgive them in order to forgive them? No. Forgiveness is not necessarily no. for that person it's for yourself. I mean, it can be for that person if they feel they require your forgiveness for something because they feel so guilty about it. But I, th- I think forgiveness is well, more healing it, for a, the person that's giving the forgiveness. And if you're trying to reconcile with somebody and mend a relationship, it's definitely important to right. um, have communication with them. But if... I mean, and and sometimes the forgiveness is not, it's not possible to tell the person that you forgive them. I mean, because if somebody has passed away um, and they, they wronged you in the past, you may not be able to speak to them to reconcile. Um, So then you, the best thing you can do in that situation is probably write them a letter um, as if, you know, as if you were going to give it to them because then you can work through um, the emotions of it and, you know, maybe get some healing that way. Like I know for me, I was angry with my brother after he did what he did. 
I've, I'm pretty sure I've gotten to that point now. Like I'm 99.999% sure that I'm at the point of forgiving him, which I think is huge. Cause when, when he first got back into drugs and shows that over his family did to his kids, what our dads did to us, I was at the point of like, I disown mm -hmm. him. He's not my brother anymore. He's dead to me. Mm -hmm. You were so mad. And now it's like, was it not this past Christmas, this Christmas before I, at, <laughs> Teresa brought that same thing up. Like at, when she wanted us to pray and ask Jesus and God what they want us to do. And at that point is I basically mm -hmm. got a, uh, pretty much told the same thing I did this last time about forgiving my brother. And wanting to send him his Bible, but I don't know how to do that because the state penitentiary for Nebraska says you can't send letters to somebody unless they have your address, and I don't want him to have our address right now. But I'm at that point yeah. of forgiving him, and I've, I don't know. I don't know if I need to tell him or what I need to do on that one because I don't know if he really understands my issue with it without talking to him. Yeah. Yeah. Have you looked into seeing if you could request a uh, visit with him? They have to have your address and name on the books. Well, I know. I'm just like, could you submit a request like to them and be like, hey, can you ask him if I can be put on the list or something? I don't know. They have to have our address. Mm, okay. That's what the, their rules say. Okay. Same with in order to send them a letter, gotcha. which is stupid. So now, my, now I got beef with the state penitentiary rules. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I already forgave my ex-stepdad for the stuff he did. Yeah, that was several years ago. Yeah, several years ago. And, like, and I, I called him and I told him. Yeah. While crying on the phone, yeah. basically, trying to tell him. And I know it, I think it lifted a giant weight off his shoulders because I think he realized what he did too. Mm -hmm. And what he wanted to meet you like that day. Yeah. Which I've met him since, met up yeah. with him. Yeah. I've got no issues. Which is good. Yep. <laughs> I feel like we, I, I, we're all real happy at the beginning of this, and then I brought us down with my questions. Dang it. <laughs> Why would you do that? It's all good. I I don't feel like we're uh, down. It's just we're talking about important stuff yeah, that needs to be talked about. I'm sure there's somebody out there that needs to hear this. Yeah, so exactly. It's, mm -hmm. it's really important stuff to talk about. And no, it's not the happy bubbly stuff, but well, that's okay. Yep. Also, I'm working with uh, talking with Frank on getting him to do like a uh, pastor's corner for this podcast too at some point. So that'll be fun. Yeah. So if you have questions for a pastor, that would be fun for him to answer. Make sure to put them on our Discord. <laughs> we have that one form, I think, okay. or whatever that is. Thread? Thread. It's a thread. We have that one thread that says pastor questions or something. Questions for a pastor. Oh, did you create Questions one? for the pastor. Yeah. Okay. Well, anybody got anything else? I know it's uh, getting late for us. It's, what, past 9 o'clock now, so I bet we're all getting tired. <laughs> and Ronan's probably bored just being stuck in the bedroom. He keeps coming in and out. And slamming our door. 
He's in our bedroom because <laughs> it has a TV. Yes. Uh, I think that's it. Dad, I don't have any other questions. Cool. Yeah. Anybody got anything else to say, bring up anything that's been bothering them on their mind that they want to get out? Hmm. I kind of feel like this is a little bit of a life group for us. It's just whatever wisdom and nuggets come out of this, we let everybody else know that wants to listen to it. So, yeah. And I think life groups are very important. Like, if, in your, in my opinion, in your Christian walk, I don't think you should do it on your own. There's a lot of people say, well, I don't need church. I just need Jesus. Well, that may be somewhat true, but Jesus told us to get with our church, which is the people. And I think life groups or friend groups that are Christians as well really help with that walk, and you shouldn't do it alone. Yeah, they keep you accountable. They keep you on the right path. They keep you, uh, I don't know, they keep you keep going sh- forward. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like that's something that was really missing from our lives for a long time because, um, like, after we moved back to this area from where we were before, like, we didn't have a good group of people, you know, for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And um, that's something that, like, we we were of the opinion, like, well, I don't need to go to church to be in God's presence. Like, I can just talk to him when I'm out in nature or when I'm working or like I can I can talk to him anytime and that's true but like having found such camaraderie and such good people at this church that we can do life with it's like it's made an immense difference in our day-to-day lives it's made a big impact on how we do life and our outlook and just improved our lives in general I think. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. And you guys are part of that, so thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Yay. Well, it it's important because we need the accountability, but we also need the support. Yes. And that's, you know, helping each other through the hard times and helping each other through the good <laughs> times and celebrating in the good times and, yeah. um, and having the accountability it's just it's important it's easy to go off in a cockeyed weird direction and end up in a strange place that we shouldn't be at all if if we're left to our own devices yeah absolutely so. all right i feel like it's a good place to leave it yeah 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 absolutely Got any other fun uh, combinations to try at Culver's, Chris? Because I'm going to try that, that um, curds and caramel. I really like it. Um, we have a frozen cocoa shake, and it's considerably better. I mean, it's good the way it is, but it's better if you get a marshmallow mixed into it. Mm. It's like a hot cocoa, but it's a shake. I didn't even know that was an option. Yeah. Now we're going to church for sure in Grand Island, <laughs> whether we can get out of our driveway easily or not. <laughs> Four wheel drive, baby. Here we go. Blast through those drifts. <laughs> That's funny. When we start the. I usually get a. Why does it do that? Go on. Sorry, I was telling Shawty something. You're good. I usually get a butter burger with cheese, ketchup, pickle, mustard, and then I put Cholula sauce on it. 
What's Cholula sauce? It's a hot sauce. Oh, okay. that we have there. Okay. <laughs> I was like, it sounds familiar. Why does it sound so oh. familiar? <laughs> uh, it's a little glass bottle with a brown stopper. Okay. Yes, I can picture it now. If you go through the drive-through, will yep. they put that on for you? No, they'll give you a Cholula packet. That's what oh, I okay. use. Okay. Oh. <coughs> I didn't know they came in packets. Another thing you can try is uh, get an order of chili or chili supreme and then add cheese curds in the chili. Ooh. Okay, that's what I would try. It's, Ooh. it's really good. Yeah, I, awesome. I don't know why, but I've been going to Runzo a lot and getting just like chili and fries. And I just like dip my fries yeah. in my chili. I don't know. It's so good. I love their chili. I don't think I've ever had Culver's chili, but I'm going to have to try it out. Mm-hmm. So I need I need to get I love- chili, a large deal of curds, and caramel sauce, and then a burger with Cholula. There you go. It. And a hot cocoa. There you go. Yep, hot cocoa. Is it a sundae or a shake? It's a shake. Add marshmallow. Add Got marshmallow. It. Is it like not actual like little marshmallows that you drop in, but is it like more of a marshmallow sauce or? No, it's it's a sauce. Yeah, I like Heck marshmallow yeah. sauce so much better. Heck yeah. Okay. Okay. Now that I'm sufficiently hungry, I need to go cook something for supper. <laughs> it's after nine o'clock. We need to have supper The last thing I, I did have one small deal of fish, a little filet when I came in from outside. Otherwise, the only thing I've eaten today is the fried eggs that I had for breakfast. The, and toast. Yeah. Three eggs and three pieces of toast. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, if that's it this time, we're done with our Midwestern goodbye here. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, that's what we've been doing. (laughs) The Midwestern goodbye. Well, I better go now. So let's talk for another 30 minutes. That's pretty funny. It's true, but it's funny. Oh, <laughs> I love how Facebook and the Man. social medias will point out our uh, Midwestern uh, mannerisms. <laughs> You're doing it again. <laughs> I am. But it, brought, it popped up in my head like how <laughs> we say ope all the time. I never realized until I saw it on a video. Ope, let me squeeze past you and get the ranch. <laughs> ope, excuse me. Ope, pardon me. Something happens. Ope. All right. <laughs> Well, thank you, everybody, for listening and or watching. This will be a fun one to edit because our iPad kept cutting off videos. There's going to be little little blank spots of just sound and no video. Boring. But it is what it is. (laughs) I've done it before that way. Ronan's got the newer iPad, and that one doesn't have an issue. This older one does. Hopefully, it actually saved the previous two videos. If not, well, then this is just going to be an audio episode. We'll see what happens. All right. We're going to we, steal your pictures from Facebook if that happens. And it's just going to be a picture of a cat with a wet head. Meow. The entire podcast. <laughs> if that's what happens. <laughs> All right. She doesn't look happy. <laughs> no, she looks grumpy. All right, everybody. We are on TikTok, YouTube, Rumble, um, Google. Chrome apparently has been a big uh, poll for our listeners this month. Over like 60% of our listeners have come from a Google Chrome podcast thing that I didn't know existed. That's cool. So that's pretty cool. And in Oregon, so all of you listening from Oregon, you are our most downloads right now. Thank you for listening. Yay. We love you. 
We love everybody that's listening and watching. So we'll pray for you. You pray for us. That's how it goes. Leave it down in the comments. If you need prayer, we'll pray. Um, all right. Mr. Chris, you want to lead us away in a good old-fashioned prayer? Yarp. Yarp. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the blessings that you give us. Please continue to give us blessings and strength in your holy and blessed name. Amen. Amen. Amen and a half. Amen and a half. Why? I don't know. Just because. <laughs> okay. It feels like it. All right. <laughs> Why not? Why not? All right. <laughs> We love you guys. We'll talk to you later. We're out. Bye. Bye. Bye.